Mujevale, Mujevale, Mujevale. My name is Bani Kibuka and welcome to another episode of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Welcome to the Ugandan Boy Talk Show with your boy, Bonnie Kibuka. I'm so super, super excited, super excited. So I rarely do this. I have not been doing it, but all of a sudden I, I came up with an idea like what if every episode before I drop it, I make like a preview or like an introduction of what's going on. And that will give me an opportunity to interact with you. And you guys get to hear about my voice for a little bit uh, before I take you into these episodes or these interviews that I do with people. And um, yeah, that's the whole point. I'm going to start doing this on every episode. So at every episode you hear my voice, I'll start talking about what's going on, what's going on with the podcast, a little bit of like, information into the podcast or information about the podcast and then later on i will walk you into uh the interview that i record or like this guest that i bring on the on the podcast but anyway yeah that's why i'm recording this and that's why this is unusual so i'm gonna tweak a little things to see what what's what's good and what people like so you're gonna start hearing my voice and at the beginning i'm gonna tweak it a little bit i thought of like how i've been doing it is like by cutting a section of the interview and use it as my introduction but then i'm like you know what i think i'm gonna use that as me just coming here to talk about because sometimes i want to share some things with you guys uh, on the podcast but then uh, when I pre-record these um, interviews, then I bring them later on. And there are some events that happen throughout the week that I would love to share on the podcast uh, when I, I release this podcast. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to start uh, start doing. I want to thank everybody who has uh, been with me, been with this, podcast, with this podcast ever since we started, like growing together and just watching everything, how it plays out. Um my listeners, I really love you guys, and uh, thanks for the support, uh, the encouragement. People who reach out once in a while, like, "Hey, Bonnie, I really like your podcast. I really pick, I pick this out of your podcast." Um, yeah, I, that's the whole reason I did it is for people to pick out some things. And recently, one of the person actually, like yesterday, one of my friends, Rina, texted me, and she was like, "Hey, I love listening to those stories because." When I listen to people's struggles, it helps me uh, to think about the opportunities I have and how blessed I am. And those are some of the things I was thinking about when I was making this podcast. It's like, like I want to bring people and share their journey, their stories, and the, what they're going through. And sometimes when people listen to these stories, it helps them to revisit themselves. Like you check on yourself, and but also knowing that. There are other people around the world that are going through something you're going through or the people who are going through like different stories. And that's why I have uh, different stories. My podcast is like here and there and it's just a lifestyle. Sometimes you're going to just come here and just laugh, uh, talk about different things. But for the main goal is I want somebody to pick out something to help him or her in, in their lives. And that's why I do it. And that's why it leads me into the introduction of today's episode, uh, episode 91. My guest today that I host, he talks about his struggles. Like he talks about his life and he talks about his ghetto life. He, he was born in the ghetto and walking through the journey. Most of you people, I don't know what your definition of ghetto will be, 
but you know the life in the ghetto is not an easy life. There's loss of lives, there's different behaviors, but when somebody grows through the ghetto and becomes a successful person, or even though they're not like super successful, but they come out to be responsible citizens, like that's that's a good thing. So in today's episode, I host this guy who grew up in the ghetto and he talks about his life. He does music. He also talks about his music journey. Um, he's a humble guy. I've never seen anybody that humble. And uh, so I appreciate having this guy on the podcast. And I can't wait for you guys to tune in and listen to this podcast. So, yeah, let's hear my uh, friend or my guest and enjoy this recording. Thank you very much. What's up, Derek? I'm good, brother. I didn't even know your name was Derek. You use like me wallet music yeah me wallet music is the name i use as an artist okay yeah but the original names are derek derek yeah welcome <laughs> to my podcast brother thank you so much for having me here today as well yeah that's that's a nice studio right there yeah um and uh this is where i'm planning like to also start making my podcast as well okay yeah you you got the equipment, so it won't be it won't be that bad. And you have all like the soundproof and and all that. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm trying. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to make it up. Everything yeah. to up. You know, there is still uh there is much needed, but I know with God I will take everything step by step. That's that's for sure, and that's the same way I started. Like I didn't have all. I mean, I I know you can't see it from this angle, but. When you see my podcast, you see a different angle, but like to see everything I have in the room, I didn't start with that. I was telling somebody when I first recorded my first episode, I had like um, my, I used my phone. Like I didn't have a microphone or anything. Like, you know, I just recorded my voice and just said a podcast like that. But like with time, step by step, you buy one thing, you buy one thing. But at least you have actually something to start with. So it won't be hard, but I know what you mean. Like with God, just step by step. Um, it will come to place. I'm excited, man. I'm excited for you. Yeah, and I'm so excited. Uh, you know, I've been watching and uh, listening to your podcast, going through the stories of people, your stories, and they're interesting how uh, some of the people uh, out there in your in your country, because you were once a Ugandan, mm-hmm. uh, it to US, you know, so... I've always learned so much from uh, the conversation. As you can see the flag out there. I was about to mention that. I was about to mention the flag in, in the background. That keeps me motivated, you know. Yeah. Because uh, I have to take it step by step, as you know. Mm-hmm. It keeps me motivated because I love, I love that country so, so much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Everybody, all of us, like when, when we're in Uganda, when we're younger, we look up to the United States. And I mean, there's a lot of opportunities in the U.S. And anybody would pray to get to, to the United States to achieve their dreams. And like you've said, you've had my story on here. And I was a young boy in Uganda. I wanted to go to the U.S. to achieve my dreams, to be an airplane mechanic and work on airplanes. And that's what I wanted to. And there's a lot of people who just different dreams like it could be music and you're like hey i want to do my music i want to be able to produce my songs in the u.s which that's will be your dream and it will come to happen just keep pushing keep having your goal and just don't take your eyes off the dream just no matter what situations you go through like it's not going to be easy like i'm not going to say hey it's going to happen tomorrow 
it's going to take time and sometimes you're going to feel like you're going to give up or sometimes you feel like it's not going to happen and but you just got to keep going and I'm glad that you have that flag there to remind you of your goal and like what you want to do. Yeah, I've been doing music but later I was like I've been doing music but I've faced some challenges and like uh they led to my love for music to slow down. Mm. Uh, but music is something which I love so 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 much and I can't leave it. So days back, uh, Swangs Avenue came up with a program whereby we had to go to Swangs Avenue and do an internship for about a month. Mm-hmm. So Swangs Avenue, and there were bits, uh, many challenges I faced when I joined Swangs Avenue, of where I saw many things, many many things which they do. And uh, for us, we uh, for us we do, and we don't do it right, you know. Mm-hmm. Some of us, like here in Uganda, the artists just come up. The producers stand up one day, and he says, "I'm I'm the producer, I'm mm-hmm. the video director," and mm-hmm. which is very wrong. Uh, I, uh, a month back, I shot my video with the director, okay. but unfortunately. He lost my footage and oh. he wanted me to pay him all his money. When he doesn't have your video. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is not that's not right. That's not that's not right at all. So I told him I'm going to pay your money because I wanted something good. Uh whenever I do music, I do something good that so that it suits for everybody. Let it be in Uganda, let it mm-hmm. be out of the country. Because uh, I had a song called Tebamayin to Saba, and it was playing on almost uh, everywhere in Africa. It played on Trace Music, yeah. uh, sometimes on MTV Bass. So I wanted to do something good, yeah. better than the one which I had. Oh, yeah. So I paid the guy and I paid, at first I paid 700 then the balance was 200 Mm-hmm. So I told him I'll give you your balance when the video is done. So he called us to come and check on the video, but reaching there, it's not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Because there was some footage of of drone shots missing. So I told him there are some shots missing, and the way you have uh, edited the video is not the way I wanted it. It is not right. look good, yeah. and people will not really do welcome it. It, yeah so right. the guy just mm-hmm. the guy tried to me saying that I, we always do make bad and good videos yeah uh, and that thing uh, didn't treat me well i felt like did he decide to do me a bad video paid you paid a lot of money for that you paid him money it's not like something he was doing for free you know like you get a and i'm glad you did that like you stood up for yourself you're like hey I know the quality of where I want to get to. You know, some people would settle for something like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'll take that. But like when you know what quality you're looking for, where you want to go, you don't want to settle for something that's not doesn't make you happy. You want to do something that makes you happy. And then, you know, it's going to make your uh, fans happy, too. So I told him that, can you help? Uh, he, he, I told him, can you help us? and give us the footage you have so that we ourselves 
do the editing ourselves. So he said that to give you the footage, you have to first pay my balance mm. of 200. Yeah. Then I looked for the money, the 200, we paid him all his amount. And uh, he gave us the footage on the extando. Mm -hmm. But Richard, yeah, he had maybe did something with the footage and the footage was not playing on here in our computer <laughs> and in Premiere Pro. Yeah. So I just felt like giving up, but with time, I met some people out there. They told me, you know, people have been always asking me, when is the video? Because they mm -hmm. took a look at the behind the scenes of which I edited using my phone. So everybody was eager to see what is really coming out. So when he gave us the footage, it did not work out. And I was like, maybe this is not made for me mm. so i was quite depressed and giving up but then that's when i i i i, I went across on the internet and i saw swang's avenue uh like having a program running and there was something like live production the video mm -hmm. production your production so i decided to visit swang's avenue and when we reached there, they told us the program was starting. We went there on Sunday and the program was starting on Monday. So they told us uh, uh, they are, how it's going to be running. And they asked for two million <laughs> for four weeks. Yeah. And they wanted uh, to pay half of the money on the first day, which is one million. Okay. So I just freezed that. At that point, yeah. I freezed because... I, I, you didn't, I, you didn't I, have one million. Yeah, I didn't have the million at sport, but mm. I wanted to join Swang's Avenue because okay. I've been following them for all this time long, while, how they have built up their things, mm -hmm. what they have been doing. So they are also great inspirational to me. Yeah, I've, I was gonna say I've seen I've seen a few uh, pictures on your Instagram with Swangs Avenue, like some a few things that you've posted on there with them. Um, yeah, but before we, I, I'm glad that you shared this story. Like, I I really like people like you who just come up and just go deep into it. And like you mentioned, and now you mentioned like you were giving up on music and you went you were going in details to tell us or share with us the reasons why you feel like you were gonna give up because. The guy, the producer, was going to steal your money and didn't make the video. Now you try to go to Swang's Avenue. It's an opportunity for you to go at least achieve your dream. But then they ask for a million, two millions, which you didn't have. I could see how all those could be like challenging and um, in affecting your dream in music. And But I was going to say before, just on this time, I was going to ask you, like, where are you from? Where were you born? Um, tell us about yourself and your name. Uh, well, sorry, my name, uh, I'm Derek Buevale. Okay. Uh, I'm from Kasubi Kawala, but right now I'm in Chengera. This is where this studio is. This is where we work from. My producer has just left gone somewhere, but this is where we work from. Uh, I grew up from Kasubi. Okay. And I'm 21 years now. Nice. I actually know Kasubi because I grew up in Wakiso and we used to drive to go through Kasubi every day. Like from when you're coming from Kampala, like you go from Nankulavie, Namungona, Kasubi, and then Na. Nansana, and then Wakiso. Yes, so I, yes. I knew the, the whole road because I used to, well, I used to work in Kampala. I, I worked in Majestic Plaza for a while. 
for a little bit. We worked there in, for a long time. Um, and then I would go back and forth in, in Wakiso. So you're 21 years old. Um, did you ever go to school, like high school? And... I, I tried, but it did not go well. Yeah. But uh, with with time, I know, I, you know, I've kept on wanting to go back and uh, mm-hmm. Never I can, I really go back. But yeah. my education level is like senior four and I've just added on that one of Swangs Avenue, the certificate. Okay, that's really good. Um, I would say your English is pretty good for somebody who didn't finish like their school. Like you have a conversation, like to even hold a conversation and just interview and stuff like that. That's pretty good. And I know like when opportunity comes, like you'll be able to to add on to that. And but yeah, I'm I'm really proud of the things you've done and the things you have achieved. So I saw your bracelet says I love Jesus. I think that's what it says. The the bracelet you have on the hand that says i love jesus yeah 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 tell me about that like what does that mean to you and how why do you have it on your hand i have this one because you know in our childhood we've gone through a lot and uh, if you know people around kasubi kawala mm-hmm. i think it's a uh, to me uh where to me and uh, to me it's a good place but mm-hmm. people who don't about it they always say it's like a dangerous zone. Yeah. But for us who have really grown up from the communities around, uh, we are okay with it and we are trying to put change in place. Okay. So uh, the reason why I, I have this one on my hand, because I almost lost my life before I had I had no Christ. But ever since I found you, Christ, uh He's like the catalyst in each and everything I'm doing. That means a yeah. lot. That's that's really deep, man. That's I'm glad you share that. Um, those are some of the stories I like to hear. Like people speak about things like that. And uh, I know on your Instagram you say, "Call me the ghetto boy, church boy, making Christ international." Polampola <laughs> That's that's yes. that's really good, man. And like for the people i know my listeners most of my listeners from the united states and some of my listeners from different countries in africa they don't know when you say kasubi namungwana nankulabie like those places like they know like ghetto and but but some people think like things like that you know but when you talk about you grew up there and to see you today just sitting down just say hey i almost lost my life and i didn't have christ and now that i have christ that, that means a lot to me who actually knows the area and to the my ugandan friends who are going to listen to this they will understand because they know what exactly you're talking about like to come out of that place and be who you are right now it's it's not easy so when did you decide that you wanted to do music uh, i decided that well, i want to do music uh, i think that we were falling into the covid the covid thing because by that time i was still working in kampala but i had no time for studio because i used to work and I live work solid but when covid came then i decided because there was much time and room for me to visit the studio and we had nothing to do at home. So I decided to visit the studio and I recorded a song called, uh, it was, my first song was about COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, not on my YouTube, but it, 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 it was about COVID and uh, like letting people know how we can uh, like avoid it. 
and we can live with it without losing our lives. Mm-hmm. And the song is on here, but it was like, I did it with a brother, uh, but he's not here. He's in Kasubi now. So we did, uh, we did it, and after we took it back into our community, and by that time there was loudspeakers uh, as because we were going into the elections, uh, speakers were everywhere. I shared it with a brother, and the brother shared it. So that's how it was like moving onto mm-hmm. those speaker community, and people loved it because uh, they didn't expect that from me. So I was like, I have to visit the studio back and do mm-hmm. more music. Yeah. But w- when we when we went back, it was like a duo before. Because uh, a brother called Emmanuel was like, he, he had uh, an idea about music more than me. So we visited uh, the studio back and he wanted to do a love song. So I was like, let me just jump on it. So the song was in Kumi Singe No, Mukwano Go. Kumi Singe No, Mukwano Go. So when we did the song, uh, I was like, this is not what I want. So I told him, how do you see when we do something like a gospel song or music, which can reach more people uh, with a message and changing lives? So I told him about it, but I think he did not really like or buy the idea. So the next day I went to the studio alone and trying to create my magic so that by the time he comes, he listens to the idea which I told him about. I called him when I've, I've created the chorus, but he did not like it. So uh, I say, I told my producer, let me finish this song and put the song out. And the song is called My Story. When I released it, it was good and people loved it. Um, did that, your friend uh, Did your friend ever like the song, or he never did? Like your brother, he loved, the brother. Yes. He loved it because it was like different. It only mm. had it only had a message to the people, to the youths, uh, to the to old people all over the world, not only in our country or community, but it had a, an extra message to people, the kids, the elders. Mm. And all people worldwide. That's that's nice, man. That's that's really nice that you you sound like a person who knows what you want. And like when you say, "Hey, I want to do songs that impact people's lives and change lives," because you want to do something like not just to sing. Because most of the musicians nowadays, or or some musicians, will just sing just to make a beat or just to make. A, but you want to do a song to change somebody's life. Like when you said you did a song for COVID to just sensitize people about COVID and just helping them to protect their lives. And when you sing about a gospel music to remind people about Christ, hope, and just help them go through uh, their lives. You also mentioned that you asked me if I knew Jesse Tennis. How did you meet Jesse Tennis and how do you know him? Uh, I met Jesse Tennis on Instagram and he's a Actually, he's, he's the, the number one gospel artist now here in Uganda. When you talk of international music, he's leading. That's, yeah, that's amazing. That's, I've had him on the podcast too, and we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that podcast as well. So I met him when he, was, he came in, in, in Uganda, 
there's a brother of mine called Alan Drake Promotion who connected me to him uh, so that we get to talk and know more each other. Mm-hmm. So I him and he's such a welcoming person, you know. Uh, to my surprise, uh, according to my community, uh, this is like testimonies meeting Jesse Chenius. Uh, it is like it is a testimony to me because I didn't expect like meeting people who have like visited America and still come back here in Uganda. To I I didn't believe it, but God did it. So <laughs> it was that's, that's amazing, man. Uh, God willing, uh, soon and very soon we shall put out something. Me and Jesse Tenius. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Um. Uh... I listen to Jesse's songs. I have them on my Spotify. And when he was on the show, just talking about his music and his story too, because you talked about the areas of Nankulabi and Amungunak, but Jesse grew up in Machi, India. I don't know if you knew that about him. Like he was in the ghettos of Machi, India, the Jayakulida. And God has used him too to like just change his life and just do music to impact. other people's lives and i tell jesse all the time there's a song he did um that really changed my life uh it's called i remember i don't know if you know that song of him i remember remember if you that song i listened to it and um he just tells his story like he remembers where god got him from and all that and that's the same way like i remember and i'm a person who loves music and you will notice that on my podcast I've, i think i've had a lot of musicians than any other person like people come here took the music um i had a guy uh, i don't know if you know bukachimi uh yeah i know bukachimi i've seen quakes the record quakes, quakes the record doctor was on here i don't remember who else was on jesse was on here and now you i have yeah. another episode coming out from another lady who is a, a musician um she does like gospel music too um I recorded with her. So I really love music and I love to know stories about you guys who do music. And I'm excited that I got to host you here and you share that. But I want to go back real quick because I know I distracted you when you were finishing up your challenges of music or the reason why you at one time you felt like you, you, you even mentioned like you stopped doing music right now because of some of the challenges you're going to. So I know you shared about uh, the your 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 songs that the producer try to uh, cheat with or take your money and undo the video and then you mentioned about the songs avenue. Um, so what what where where are you with that? Like, what are you thinking now? And what's the way forward from all those challenges? What are you thinking? Uh, challenges always come into our lives, and we ourselves we are here always to do challenge those challenges. So when I I got that challenge, I decided to find ways of solving that. So uh, I visited Swans Avenue, and by that time, I had a friend of mine who was in America. He 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 was helping me, like supporting me, like he helped me with the studies in secondary. And now, when I told him about it, he was interested. You know, I told you when I went to Songs Avenue on Sunday, the class was starting on Monday. Mm-hmm. So I went back uh, on my phone and I contacted him. I told him that uh, 
you know, I did not get school. I did not do study a lot as people, as like other people like, so uh, stopping senior four is not the best on here in Uganda because there is senior six, there is that time of the university. So he was interest, interested in it, seeing me loving to join the academy. So uh -huh. when I talked about it, he loved it. And uh, on sport, he sent me the funds. Uh, he sent me half of the funds. And I thank God for that. Uh, so the following don't mind, I went and paid because I had that much pain on me, uh, you know, paying for the services and I don't receive it. So I decided to go and learn how to do it. And that's what I paid for. But uh, what I paid for, I got more than what I paid for because I went to, to the academy where there's people that really do inspire me, meeting Benon, meeting Julius Chaze. Uh, it was my first time even meeting Azawi. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of stuff I got in my mind. Uh, some wasn't taught, but I really uh, saw it with my eyes and put it into my mind. That is really good, man. Like you shared that and it's like from the bottom of my head, I could, I could see, I could hear it. You know, some people, like you know what you want and you want the opportunity, but sometimes challenges um, hesitate you from getting the opportunity you want. But you sharing that you got even more than what you were looking for. That's that's amazing. And you told me that you lost connection with that sponsor. Um, is it like you no longer hear from him? Yeah, I lost connection. He was he was out there in America, but it has taken uh, like uh, just taken like a month now because I last talked to him when he paid my last fees. And uh, now, because he, he's the one who has uh, helped me, supported me, because uh, nobody knew about me, you know. Uh, some some stuff about my life is a bit emotional, and I, yeah. I like to go deep into it, because <laughs> growing up, you as you, like, as a kid, but I grew up first because I was the only person to take care of my life. And I was responsible for me as me. And I I could definitely feel it. And I understand when you say some of your story life, it's a bit emotional, which I could tell anybody who has been listening, they can just tell what you're talking about um, and feel it. I don't want to make you go through all that, which people can understand the, what, what you've talked about. They can feel it. They can hear it. And I hope like, whoever listens to my podcast and ever has any ideas anyway i know you've not asked for it but if anybody has any way they can give you a hand in supporting your dream and helping you like continue and finish that dream that's what i would pray for and i would hope for and i feel like whoever listens to my podcast i don't know who will listen to your story and get touched with it and see what you've done um, you blessed me too, like just listening to you, man. I, I didn't know what to expect because I just told you, hey, I'm going to have you on my podcast. And I didn't plan anything, write anything, any question. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just sit down and talk to this guy. And that's, that's pretty much what I wanted to do with you and just 
I didn't I didn't schedule any questions I'm going to ask you. And that's how we just say this podcast and just talk through. And this is a conversation that I like. And I feel like a lot of people can listen to you and learn something from what you just say today. What is a life lesson you've learned in life today? What's something you've learned in life through what you've been, you've gone through? What could you sit here and say, hey, man, I've learned this in life? Well, I've learned uh, life not to give up on myself because from day one, uh, it's been me and God, you know, because when you call on God and let it be in each and every situation you are in, when you pray, you really do answer your prayers. And uh, there are people who have always been coming out to me, uh, not, uh, not the rich people, not the big people in the country, but those few, few people from different communities, you know, receiving messages and calls, uh, uh, people telling you how they feel and how music has touched and changed their lives. It's something which really makes me feel happy and like to do non-stop because when someone comes to you and tells you, you did this song and I have all your music in my phone, but your music has a good message and speaks about the goodness of God. So I was like, if I'm stopped now, then they gonna also stop enjoying my music and getting the message. So. Mm-hmm. That keeps me motivated and moving. So I decided to leave that, the guy who took the money and focus on uh, and get back uh, to do music. I have a lot of music here. Some is mastered. I have like, right now I got like 20 songs on here, Uh but the problem or the challenge I'm facing is like the visuals. Uh Uh, When I Swangs Avenue. I tried my best uh, to give to talk to them. Uh, uh, I want what I wanted deep in my heart uh, was like if I could get into Swangs Avenue. Although like being like a backup artist in there, right? Like you know, being Swangs Avenue, I think here in Uganda is every artist's dream come true. Mm-hmm. Like being there. Let it be, let it you be an artist there, let it be a backup artist there because it's the it's the only record label we have on here. And I thank right. God we go there and see those people, how they do things, what they do and how they do it. Mm-hmm. I've had a non-stop, I've kept writing music and I do write music for myself and record maybe when an opportunity comes and because the person who has been helping me with the visuals, uh, he helped me, like, some helped me get all this stuff. And uh, some people really do donated for uh, other people out there in my community, the little kids with the books and oh. stuff. So, and we know we're no longer here from him. So we pray that God really brings him back or you pray that somebody else on his side or maybe God helps us bring some people out there who would really like to help not only me or not only my community but our people out there 
having the challenges I'm facing as a youth or other people going through difficulties in their lives. We pray that God brings some people or connect them with people and put change into their lives so that they can also put change into others' lives. That's amazing, man. I'm, I'm so glad you shared that at the end and just speaking your heart out and just making the prayer to God. And I'm behind you with that. And I pray uh, that God will bring somebody and make everything like happen um, for you and your community and everybody, like you said, who is going through the same challenges you're going through. Um, the other question is, what gets you excited about life? What makes me excited about life is that I'm alive, but I've never been excited. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. do you say you, you've never been excited? Because, uh, like, I've ne- I feel like I've never been happy in my life. Okay. I still need to do more. Like, I see a lot of stuff going on here. Because mm-hmm. most of the people... The bitter truth is like most of the people here are facing a lot of challenges. Not only me, that's what I say. It's not only about me, whereby your fellow youths are out there riding a border border for the boss, but the boss wants all the money I've made a day and the police is arresting you on your border border, taking your border border. So there's no way you can be happy because seeing my fellow people in my community treated it so bad there's no way you can be happy yes that's a lot of lot of uh, yeah it's a lot of stuff and like i myself been trying to put change in place like the person who was helping me uh, however little he used to help me with uh, i used to share back with the people in my community there is a little uh, kids, there are a lot of widows, you know what I mean, facing difficulties with the land yeah, and surviving. Whereby here now in Uganda, like food is our daily battle. You, so, <laughs> you, you and, just spoke everything that was on my heart and just I keep telling people and just getting somebody like you who can just lay it out for the people to understand like even food is a daily battle like the way you put it that's that's sad but again my prayers um are with that um and then my final question is gonna be who would you like to see on my podcast next as a guest and you're gonna help me find this person it can be anybody like which person would you want to see on the podcast in our country yeah in uganda but you're gonna help me find the person so if you if you recommend a celebrity you're going to have to connect me to the celebrity if I don't know them, like if I can't get to them. Well, there's a lot of people, but uh, but I, I wanted maybe to have you, I wanted you to have Pastor Gambe. I have Pastor Gambe on here. He has an episode on here. Oh, sorry. No, you're uh, good. Uh, I have Pastor Gambe. But if you, if you have, uh-huh. Connection with him right now, because I'm still a struggling artist and I've, I'll just see him from far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can help you get some connections to Pastor Bugambi. I know a lot of people who know him, so I can do that for you. But anyway, uh, if you can't think of anybody right now, we will, you, you have my number, you have my, you can just shoot me a text uh, when you find something and then we'll get them on the podcast. Uh, my session is about to close, but 
um i've had so much fun having you in the podcast and thanks for being here yeah thanks a lot for also having me here for this platform and letting me share my story and other people's story in my community country and different sides of the world it was nice being here we pray that god blesses you and you always pick the right and learn from what people are sharing on here i from these stories you may pick up something uh, interesting you may like to do something or help someone uh, according to their stories uh, right as i uh, for now i'm not hearing from my my person who is to help us uh, educate education and doing music but we pray that god blesses us and brings someone to do stand with us my community my people <clears throat> you know i have uh, a lot of people in my back on here they are not seen by their own here <laughs> yeah little kids out there in my community the widows the elders and my fellow youths cause i really do encourage them motivate them so whenever they see me going every day they are also motivated to do more so that they move a step ahead day by day all right yeah thanks very much uh thank you for being here so catch you soon thanks brother yeah have a blessed day it's evening on here mm-hmm. see you see ya Hey there, uh, my name is Bonnie Hibuka, the host of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Thanks for listening and watching my podcast. Tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. for a new episode on the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, share, and we appreciate it. If you can, leave a feedback on our podcast, please. Thank you very much.